State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in the 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Listen up, NBA fans. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up using code BREAKFAST. Select between two and six NBA players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Track your picks and play against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now using code BREAKFAST and take on the competition with your best NBA player picks. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code BREAKFAST. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18-PLUS in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Valid only in states where DraftKings Pick 6 operates. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, please visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited, see terms at pick6.draftkings.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. You, know, you guys really are like the hip-hop early morning, late night talk show. Breakfast Club is the most powerful, popular, urban radio show in America. Live from the black mothership in New York City, it's DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. It's different, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all talking about. Thank you, y'all. Be blessed, I love y'all. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches! So I'm always nervous when I do the Breakfast Club because sometimes you say stuff and it's just going to get you in trouble. Everybody, Good morning! USA. Yo 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 I would make an excuse up for him, but last time I made an excuse for him, he shot me down. I said it was a lot of traffic. It was snowing outside. He said no. 
My daughter just had a bad dream and I had to put it back to sleep. So I don't know why he's late, but he is not here. He will be joining us in a second, I am sure. All right. Now, um, I want to salute to uh, 50 Cent. Shout to Fifth. Had dinner with uh, 50 last night. Tell you about that later. Shout to my Branson family. Had a good time. I went to a place called uh, Empire Steak in the city. And I ordered a lot because I didn't have to pay for it. I ordered steak. I ordered shrimp. I ordered salmon. I ordered mashed potatoes, uh, mushrooms, spinach, anything I could possibly order. I did because it was on 50 cents tab. So salute to uh, 50 cent and everybody I seen last night. Salute to you guys. Uh, and I also want to shout out to uh, Royal Flush. Royal Flush is, is a rapper from Queens, New York. Uh, he had a song with uh, Noriega Iced Out Medallions and he has cancer. Uh, and the sad thing about this industry a lot of times is we don't have health coverage for a lot of our artists because you have to do it yourself. It's not like, you know, you work at a, at a job and your job gives you health coverage. He doesn't have that. So his cancer treatment is very expensive. So they're doing a, a concert for him tonight. And, and you can go to his page, which is the Real Royal Flush, so that he can pay for his cancer treatment. So I just want to salute that brother and say, hold your head. And we're always praying for you and, and, and wishing you healing energy and everything with you, brother, because we definitely appreciate and respect you. So drop a bomb for Royal Flush one time. All right. Now let's get this show cracking out. Today on the show, we got Brandon Marshall and Cam Newton. They'll be joining us. They got a bunch of initiatives going on on what they're doing. Uh, and we'll talk to them with, about everything. You know, Cam Newton has his podcast. You know, uh, Brandon Marshall has his network. So we'll talk to them about all that. And Jay Shetty will be joining us as well. Usually we have information about all these people that are joining us and what they're doing. But there's nothing in front of me right now. I don't even see any of the producers here. I don't know what the hell is going on. We by ourselves today. Yeah, we are definitely. Okay, thank you so much for the for the paper. Yeah, thank, thank you. Yeah, we're going get, to get this show together. All right. All right, when we come back, we got front page news. Teslin Figueroa will be telling us what's going on. And Charlemagne will be here in a second. So don't move. Hey, he is. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. I made one of the most rookie mistakes you can ever make, man, when you do morning radio. Yeah. Or if you got a job in the morning, period. You didn't put gas in the car last night? Woke up with on E. Woke I up with 40, 40, 40 miles left. Damn. As soon as I started the car and drove a little bit, it said the engine was low. I was like, damn. At that point, you got to make a decision. You got to make a decision, but I realized I only have 40 miles, so I'm like, I'm not, there's no way. Cause the <laughs> the last thing you want to do is get here, but then leave in the city because traffic right. is so crazy. And, you know, gas stations are tough to get to in New York in City. Manhattan, that's right. Way easier to get to in Jersey. That's right. So, yes, I had to make a decision. So, did you put just enough to get you to work and back? No, nah, I, I, I filled it up. Because oh. I, I factored the time, and I'm going to be like, yo, I'm going to be like three minutes late anyway. So, I might as well fill it up. Yeah, I've done it before. Yes. I just put $10 in just to get me to work that's and back. Right. And just in case there's an apocalypse. There I need you to go. get out the city. I don't want to be on a quarter of a tank. <laughs> gotcha. Be full. Right. Well, good morning, Tez. Good morning, DJ. Good morning, Charlemagne the God. Peace, Ted. All right, we gonna what we talking about the borders? Yeah, so remember earlier this week, I told you about Texas Governor Abbott and the Biden administration fighting over the border and how the Supreme Court declared uh, the the razor wire to be inhumane. Now, Governor Abbott did appeal the Supreme Court decision, but there's been an update that I want to give you guys. He said that he is declaring an invasion on Texas. And so this is how he's able to continue to add more wires. So basically, he said he don't give a damn what the Supreme Court is saying. Take a listen. Today, new video shows even more razor wire being put in along a contested 
opposite section of the U.S.-Mexico border. This is happening even after the Supreme Court on Monday voted to let federal Border Patrol agents remove all of that wire. The razor wire was installed as part of Texas Governor Greg Abbott's security initiative at the border known as Operation Lone Star. The Biden administration arguing now the razor wire prevents Border Patrol agents from doing their job. Now, he issued a statement saying, I have already declared an invasion to invoke Texas constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. This is a one another reason why I want to do this story, DJ and Charlemagne, is because I really want to stress to people how important it is who your governor is mm -hmm. and showing that they have this type of power. I mean, they pretty much can create their own country. They can go against the federal government. They can declare things. They can do what they want to do. We see this example with Governor Abbott. We see this example even on the Democrat side with Newsom in California and with DeSantis in Florida. So basically he's showing you in real time how even if the Supreme Court makes a decision, the governor can and can get around it. Charlemagne? What? <laughs> you don't have nothing to say about this story about him basically saying I'm putting a wire anyway. Forget what the Supreme Court says. I'm I'm gonna still move like a gangster. Uh, yeah, no I mean, thoughts. Yeah, he has, he, he, he has the right to do that because he's the you know the governor. But you know I, I just sit back and I look at this immigration thing and it's just mind-boggling to me because I keep saying over and over nothing will get done at the border until Republicans and Democrats decide to work together to get something done. And that's mm -hmm. not. That's going not gonna to happen. happen. No, no time soon because because it's an issue that's uh, too politicized. So now. Let Trump get back in office, something will get happen, especially if they still have, you know, uh, a majority in the Senate because they'll, mm -hmm. they'll make sure it gets done for him. Yeah, he's not gonna, he's not going to care. He's going to do whatever it takes to make sure that they slow down, you know, crossing the border. He doesn't care. Trump does not care. I wish Democrats would did gangster like this, though. Don't you? I just I just like to see. I wish Democrat governors, you know, would just say, you know, we're going to do what we want to do, regardless of what you say. And you just don't see that on the Democrat side. I'm with you. Yeah, you know, before they start talking, oh, you a Democrat, or mad, they, they can't figure out what we are, guys. Every day, somebody say we're Republican, somebody I'm say black. we're Democrat, but yeah, okay, <laughs> black I'm black, first. and I don't love none of these politicians the way y'all do. That's okay, right. I don't care if you're a black conservative or a black Democrat. Should none of y'all be acting like Tim Scott? And all of y'all was giving Tim Scott hell yesterday, okay, including me a little bit. But guess what? You liberal Negroes act just mm -hmm. like him. Okay, that's right, a hundred percent, just like him. So yes, I do wish uh, you know Democrats would fight more, but they don't, mm -hmm. and that's why I call them cowards. And that's why I say right. in 2024, your choice for president is Donald Trump, who's the criminal, Democrats who are the cowards, and the couch. And the couch is voter apathy. And guess what? Couch probably going to win. Because mm. don't nobody want uh -oh. a Biden They're going to be mad rematch. at you, Charlemagne. They're going to say you're doing MAGA talking points. I, I don't know how that's a MAGA talking point. That's just common <laughs> sense. So people yeah, better people, people better uh, figure out a way to energize folks to get up off that couch. Because mm -hmm. right now, this ain't it. All right. Well, that is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up again. 800-585-1051. And Tess, what are we talking about next hour? Yeah, I want to tell you, Donald Trump is calling Nikki Haley a bird brain, uh, but she has a, a big boost that she got since her New Hampshire uh, primary speech. And also, if you use Robitussin, I think a lot of people probably do have a very important recall that you guys need to know about. All right, we'll get to that next hour. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed, it's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning, Amy. Good morning. Charlamagne, how are y'all this morning? Peace, peace, queen. How are you? How are you? Good. My name is Ginger. 
And I'm just calling because I want to give a two-part shout-out to my daughter. Her name is, I'm going to say X, not K, X. But her name is not Kay, but I'll tell you why. But she just graduated from college and she's doing great things. Uh, she was on the dean's list just about every semester. She won the President's Award. She won the Samara Joy Award. Um, and she got her degree in studio production for music. And the second part is that she just produced her first thing, her album. She got a debut album coming out. Wow. It's called Dreamscape by X Shante X. And the X in the beginning and the X in the end is only to distinguish her because there's all. Well, congratulations. What school did she go to? Purchase College. Billy Purchase. Okay. Well, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, I'm not going to say congratulations until I hear the record. No, I mean, the fact that she graduated, I'm saying congratulations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Congratulations on, congratulations on the graduation. I thought you were congratulating on the record. No, I'm like, I'm no, not no. doing that till I hear it. Solomay. Yes, ma'am. No, no, that's what I want you to say. That's what I want you to do. I really want you, especially you, DJ, and be since you're a DJ, to check it out. Again, the name of the album is Dream Space. Her name is X Dante X. And she produced it. Wait, she um she uh produced it. She engineered it. She did everything because she did, she did it all herself. D- I'm very proud of it. DM that to me, mommy, because I can't even remember all of that. Yeah, yeah. DM it to both of us. X Shante X. Yeah, send us the link. X Shante X and the name of the album is Dream All right, yeah, DM but it yeah, to I'll, me. I'll send it to you. Thank yeah, my, you, Inter- my Instagram is at C to God, C T H A G O D. Yeah, and at DJ Envy. We'd love to hear it. And feel free to follow okay, me. Okay, thank feel, you. Feel free to thank follow you. me too, everybody that just heard my Instagram. At C to God, C T H A G O D. I just felt like I should say that because that's what everybody else said. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Vaughn. Hey, Vaughn. Get it off your chest. Yeah, okay, so I'm bad. It's 2024. We have AI and self driving cars. Why the hell is the ice cream machine at McDonald's still messed up? Why are you still eat? Never mind. You want to get a little hey, ice cream on? Why am I still eating ice cream at McDonald's or why am I still eating McDonald's? I ain't say none of that. <laughs> you would, because I got a child that think a happy meal is a, a everyday dinner. Nah, my, uh, my, I bought my daughter some McDonald's fries when we was in Abu Dhabi, and then we were, uh, this weekend, she was like, can I go get fries from McDonald's? McDonald's fries still slap. They still do. There's a great podcast, Malcolm Gladwell, Revisionist History, and he talks about the history of McDonald's french fries. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Andy? What up? Travi, bro. What's good, bro? Peace, Travi. Travi, what's up? Now, they're saying on here that you want to sing this morning, brother. Yeah, man. I actually was in my, I was local talent of the week in my city. And um, I wanted to call and, you know, try to try to go further than that, you know? Okay. So you, you want to sing, they say you want to sing an Usher song. Yeah. Yeah, if I can. All right. We're going to give you a All shot. Right. Now, this, it's a lot of pressure. You know, Usher had an amazing residency. He's performing at the Super Bowl. We're not expecting this man to sound like Usher. He might sound right. good. I brought my guitar. I got my guitar, too. And oh, he got his guitar. guitar. Go ahead. Let, let's hear it. Situation with the You are my girl. girl. And she, I, 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 I,
Travi, yeah, Travi, Travi you, you you sound decent. You sounded like a cat in the microwave in certain parts, but you sound decent. Uh, I gotta hear more though, because you know everybody has that one song they can sing really good. Right. That might be your go-to record. I gotta hear more, but you know you you you, you sound decent, brother. And good luck, Travi. Thank you, brother. Man, I appreciate that, brother. Yes, sir. Okay. He said he sound like a cat in a in a, in a microwave in a couple parts, of spots, certain but certain parts, certain parts, but he right. sound decent, certain parts. He was respectable. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, Mr. Stefan? Hey, Stefan, good morning. Get it off your chest. Hey, I just wanted to ask you, good morning, gentlemen. I just wanted to ask y'all real quick, right? It seems like it's a lot of candidate suppression going on on the Democratic Party side because Dean Phillips and Marianne Williamson had a whole Democratic debate and nobody said anything about it, black media or white media. Well, we had. I know y'all had Williamson on the show beforehand a couple times, but. And Dean Phillips. We had Dean up here last week. We had Dean Phillips up here. We had Marianne Williamson up here. We had Cornell West up here. Mm -hmm. Dean Phillips and Marianne Williamson actually going to be in uh, South Carolina this week having another. um, Debate. Another primary. Yeah, debate. All right. That's really all I wanted. God bless y'all, man. Peace, peace, peace. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. Now, when we come back, we got your rumor report. If you owe 50 money, he wants his money. He don't, It don't matter how long it take, one year, five year, 10 year, 20 year. He wants his money. We'll tell you about that. You was with him last night, right? I was with him last night. Did yes. you talk about that? We'll talk about it when we come All back. Right. It's, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Yup. What's happening? Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk 50 Cent. Rumor has it, rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I am gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the breakfast club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. I tell everybody all the time, 50 is somebody you don't want to owe money to. Now, Fifth recently filed the paperwork in California in an attempt to fool. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code BREAKFAST. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than 8 assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code BREAKFAST. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code BREAKFAST. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. 
It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventure with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with a muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive, zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG, 37 highway MPG, 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 35 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all wheel drive. 29 city MPG, 36 highway MPG, 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 34 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum all wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song? course our best smartphone deals your choice of plan learn how to get the new samsung galaxy s24 plus with galaxy ai on us with eligible trade-in at&t connecting changes everything offers vary by device subject to change s24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time terms and restrictions apply see att.com slash samsung for details Forced Tierra Marie to pay the $50,000 balance she owes him after losing her lawsuit against him in 2019. Does not matter how much it is. Does not matter how you are in life right now. If you owe fifth money, he wants his money. Uh, 50 Cent really the big worm of this whole industry. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not about the money. It's about the principle. Okay? And I know it's a lot of folks out there who say, man, you know, 50 Cent is a multimillionaire. You know, he shouldn't be stressing that person for $50,000. If they went to court mm-hmm. and the person lost in court and they owe, they should pay. They got to pay. I mean, it's just that simple. <laughs> they got to pay. It's the law. It's the law, guys. 
gotta pay and gals but do you know how law. you know how petty that is because i'm sure the attorney fees cost more than fifty thousand dollars. Oh, i don't think there's anything petty about it at all i love it you take somebody to court you win a lawsuit and once the judgment is um you know issued they should have to pay i don't think that's petty at all it's the law they gotta pay it's due process he went through he, he went through the proper procedures that's not petty now uh i seen 50 last night uh at a steakhouse, Empire Steak in the city. Did he pay the bill? He definitely paid the bill. and I Another ordered reason why he needs his money. <laughs> I ordered everything on that menu last night. It was a Branson dinner. Uh, and when 50 walked in, he lost, you could tell that he lost a lot of weight. He actually lost 43 pounds. And when I first seen him, the first thing I said was, you want that on Zimpic? And he said, hell no. He said, I'm not on Ozempic. He said, I actually lost it by working out. And he said, the people that are on Ozempic, usually they have a big head. And weak knees, and that's how you could tell that they're well, on Ozempic. That's what Kevin Gates said yesterday. He said everybody that's on Ozempic uh, got a big head. But you can you can you can tell an Ozempic uh, gold medalist. That's what I call them, Ozempic gold medalist, and mm-hmm. then Ozempic silver medalist, Ozempic bronze medalist, because some people it works uh, for better than others. Now, here's him talking about it. I was talking about weight loss. I was in the gym. I was working the f- out, man. You said Ozempic. I was running. I was running. I was doing what I had to do. You see me on tour. I ran around. I lost. I was 253 pounds. I came down. I'm 210 right now, right? Ow. So how you feel about it? You tell me how you feel about it later, right? Why y'all acting like 50 Cent hasn't always been a health buff, though? Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't see him. A lot of y'all weren't first introduced to him uh, uh, hanging upside down doing crunches. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay? Running on the treadmill. Mm -hmm. That whole video in the club was a workout plan. Right. Now, also, while we were uh, at dinner, he was telling me about YFN Lucci's lawyer. I didn't know he said this, uh, so this is why I'm saying it now. Uh, but I didn't know that uh, he actually recommended YFN lawyers, uh, Lucci's lawyer. And they said the first day in court, YFN Lucci's mom called him and was very nervous because the first day of court, I guess he, the lawyer was stuttering and really didn't have it together. But 50 said, trust me, I've used him before and he's a great attorney. And he was the one that got... Wife and Lucci's uh, term dropped down to I think he only have to serve three years in prison and he only has three and a half months left. Drew Fenling is one of the lawyers, right? And I told I told wife and use this dude, right? I got him to use him. He used him. I said, Yo, listen, good lawyer, man. I'm telling you this and that, right? Now I started feeling shaky about this. Shit. He told me the first day they came in that he was stuttering. And his mother said he was stuttering. Fifty. This is your. Shit. You told him to abuse this. Shit. I said, Oh. Shit. I started feeling crazy. I started feeling crazy. They're talking about an offer for 20 years. Then 20 years go to an offer. And I go, Drew, is this real? Like 20 years? And he said, don't worry about it. I got it. You know, everything will be all right. Next thing you know, 20 years turn into four months. You need a lawyer? You need a lawyer? You need Drew Fenley. <laughs> well, 50 just made Drew hot. Yeah. Okay, Drew going to be $5,000 an hour now. <laughs> Maybe more than that. So, uh, salute to 50 Cent. Now, 21 Savage was on Club Shay Shay with Shannon Sharp, and he, they talked about a lot. Great interview. They talked about uh, him possibly signing to T.I. when they first started. I had T.I. on the podcast. T.I. said, you asked him for a million dollars, and he said no, because he said that I would have to take more from you. He was still trying to sign me, though. T.I. is cheap as hell. <laughs> he gonna try to... <laughs> but I did. He... He sent me an offer. Yeah. And I, my counter offer was, I want a million. Right. And he was like, I'm going to have to take so much from you in return. Right. That it ain't even worth, it ain't even going to be worth the million in the future. So he actually saved you from yourself. Facts. Yeah. I look up to T.I. Because T.I. one of them, he rich as a but he tight as hell, boy. <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to watch that conversation yet. Uh, I first heard that conversation on Expeditiously with T.I. and 21 Savage. I, I thought it was a super solid thing for 
T.I. to do because you know how many people take advantage that's right. of, of artists in that situation oh you, that's all you wanted the million and now I own I own you yeah, I own your publishing <laughs> you know? I own everything yeah you're right the fact T.I. didn't do that says a lot about Tip so salute to Tip always it also talks about being shot on his 21st birthday I had my son the same year I got shot so that was 2013 right I was 20 Take us back to that date. Do you remember anything about that day? That day was my birthday. Okay. So I was trying to like book a hotel room so we could have like a kickback and shit. Okay. And in one of my cars, I had speakers in the trunk. So he needed one of mine and he was like, I'm going to just give you one of mine when I, when I, whenever I go buy a new one, I don't feel like going up there now. We was trying to get the, he was going to get the hotel room in his name because I ain't got no ID. I ain't got no license. Mm -hmm. So I needed somebody to get the room in their name. Johnny had went to my mama house and he had went to see my mama went to see my son and he had got to speak out the car and shit. i had pulled up at his house he was like ride with me somewhere right quick i gotta handle some shit. so we made we made we ended up making a left or whatever we ended up pulling up or whatever and like a nigga just jumped in the back seat and just was like get up type then a whole bunch of just started happening boom 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 wow it's 21st Damn. birthday yeah i wonder if you know uh, a brother like 21 has, has ever dealt with the trauma of that situation like really dealt with it like sat down and talked to somebody about it and tried to really you know find some healing in that situation because that's not one of those things that just happens to you and you move on you'll forever mm -hmm. be triggered by that not only did you get hit six times i believe he said his, his homeboy died he passed away yeah. yeah like yeah. come on man yeah and, and if you ever see 21 he he moves militant and i'm sure that is still stuck with him he don't play when 21 moves around the city he don't play uh, also, he talks about uh, broke parents being better than rich parents. Now, like with my kids, I be feeling like I don't be doing all the way my job because of my job. Right. So I be trying to like balance that out, like trying to like it's like you you work to re receive to gain all this success and all the good. Shit. I feel like the best parents, in my opinion, is parents that don't got it all. I feel like. Both parents are, are better than rich parents, mm -hmm. in my opinion, because when you broke, you got way more time type. Shit. So you there for like a lot of like, yeah, gifts matter, but they don't matter at the same time. Sometimes all the kid needs is time. Facts. Your time. I, I get what he's trying to say. He, he's basically trying to say he's looking for a work life balance. I don't agree with that statement, though, because it's not about it either or because Broke parents don't have that much time either because they be busting their ass. Absolutely. Broke parents usually got to have two and three jobs, you know, just to, just to just to have the basic necessities. You know what I mean, just to keep a little food on the table, just to keep a roof over their head. You know, like I I don't uh, agree with that statement that I, broke parents have right. more time. No, I guess I, nah. what he was trying to say is parents that have more time. He feels are, are the better parents, and I agree. If you're there, he said more, he's looking for work life balance. That's yeah. essentially what he's saying. He's looking for work life balance. Right. If That's you're it. there more, you're there to talk, to, to to have conversations, to teach, to provide, to be things that. Other people can't be, you know, because a lot of times what raised us grandparents, because our parents are working, what raised us television. Yeah, but my grandmama was working, too. It's just like like what I, I used to my get, grandmama was I, used tired. To, I used to get off. I used to get off uh, school. This when you, you could be six, seven years old and get off the bus by yourself. Mm -hmm. And I used to get off the bus, go to my grandmother's house. My grandmother was a lunch lady. already ready. Intermediate school. Mom's going to South Carolina was happening. And mm -hmm. she used to come home. And then uh, my mom would come home later after her because she was a school teacher. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, yo, everybody's working. I, I, all 21 is saying you need work-life balance, but I don't agree with the broke parents nah. have more time. Broke, yeah, when you are financially trying to make ends meet, which most people in America are, right. you work in two and three jobs. Right. You know? It's time. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. People do want more time. Everybody wants more time. But I don't believe that, you know, 
broke parents have more time than rich parents. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't agree with that. Mm. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. Teslin Figueroa will be joining us. And then Brandon Marshall and Cam Newton will be joining us. All right, so don't go anywhere. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, let's talk about Nikki Haley and Donald Trump. Yeah, Nikki Haley announced at her campaign speech uh, in South Carolina that she actually got a boost uh, after the New Hampshire primary. Take a listen. Do you know, by the way, that we have raised a million dollars since I gave that speech last night online in small dollars? We have had 200,000 donors from all 50 states. 95% of those donations are $200 or less. This is about real Americans. I mean, it's obvious that there are a lot of Republicans who, who want something different. And I keep saying, I feel like Republicans are doing themselves a grave disservice, you know, by, by sticking behind, you know, Donald Trump. Because it's not a short thing come November. You know, when you're dealing with 91 criminal charges, a guy who's got, you know, two impeachments. And, I, and if I was a Democrat, and, I, and I'm starting to see them do it now, I would be playing that, uh, that video of Donald Trump. You know, taking credit for Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. I'd be playing that over and mm-hmm. over and over again because I feel like that's a big reason why you see so many uh, white women leaving the Republican Party. And I mean, I think a lot of women are going to show up in November because of that issue. So I would be playing that over and over mm-hmm. and over and over and over again. So that's why I say I don't I don't understand why Republicans don't just get behind Nikki Haley because right. Trump got way too much baggage. And she also said that Donald Trump threw a temper tantrum and that she, uh, he should be threatened by her. So he. T- uh, she told him to bring it on, Donald. Now, Donald Trump is not happy that Nikki Haley is staying in the race. Basically, he's saying she's in the way. Uh, he made a post yesterday on social media saying anybody that makes a contribution to Bird Brain, talking about Nikki Haley, from this moment forth will not will be permanently barred from the Mac account. He said we don't want them and we will not accept them because we put America first and always will. Now, as a side note, he said pretty plain this week uh, that he doesn't get mad. He gets even. So it's very clear about, you know, where he stands and he is making sure, you know, if you support Nikki Haley, uh, he's he's going to definitely come for you. And so I think that has gave her a boost in the I, campaign. I appreciate the fact that she's willing to fight it out. I can actually see him looking, reading her donor list and pulling up her donor list to see exactly who gave money, whether it's one dollar, five dollar, ten dollar, hundred dollar, thousand dollars and be petty as hell with that person. I see him doing it. Yeah, he also Yeah, said, well, we uh, saw him do it with the we saw him do it in Georgia. Mm-hmm. You know, c- calling out the other poor elderly woman saying it was her fault uh, you know, for uh for the votes. And and so yeah, he they absolutely will do this and absolutely will attack individual citizens. He's he's done it, which is why he got that criminal charge. Yeah, and I, and I saw him say uh, if Nikki Haley stays in the race, uh, she's going to start being the target of investigations. <laughs> he was like, I can give you five reasons right now why she could be investigated. I'm like, damn. They don't play fair. You don't play, but that but listen, that's why his base likes him cuz they constantly see him fighting. Nice. And if there's anybody in his way, Republican or Democrat, he calls them out. Democrats would never do that. When Joe Manchin was getting in the way, when Kristen Sinema was getting them in the way, mm-hmm. getting in the way, they would never call those individuals out. Even when we would give them chances to. When I had the vice president on my uh, talk show hell of a week, uh, God's honest truth, whatever it was called at the time, I tried to give her a chance to say that, asking her repeatedly, and she wouldn't even say it. Right. She couldn't even say the guy Joe Manchin is in the way. Joe Manchin is a problem to their agenda. Nothing. People love when they see Trump fighting in that way, man. Mm-hmm. They just do. You, mm-hmm. you know, you don't got, you don't got, you don't got to like it, but you should respect the strategy because it is effective. That's right. Now let's talk about this Tussin. 
Yeah, just want uh, guys to know this real quick. If you take Robitussin, obviously uh, that is a very popular cough syrup, especially now during the cold months. They are recalling that. They said it's bacteria in it. They've called out uh, specifically the CF Max Honey with four different expiration dates. But personally, I would just get rid of all uh, Robitussin. So uh, this is really important, guys. Throw that away because, again, it's making people sick, uh, almost even fatal. So wow. get rid of Robitussin. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I've seen this story, and, and I've seen it on the sheet about ring camera will no longer allow police to request doorbell camera footage from users. Yeah, I was interested in this story myself. Amazon-owned Ring will stop allowing police departments to request doorbell camera footage from users. Now, again, there's a difference between request and if you voluntarily want to give it to them. But request, marking an end to the feature that has drawn criticism from privacy advocates. In a blog post on Wednesday, Ring said uh, it will sunset the request for assistance tool, which allows police departments and other public safety agencies to request and receive video captured uh, by doorbell cameras through the Ring. Uh, The company did not provide a reason for the change so we don't know the reason but obviously you know people are complaining about privacy uh, but it will be effective starting this week now, so my question they can still subpoena it though like if they need it for a crime they can still subpoena the footage though right well, a subpoena is obviously different, you know, because that's coming from, you know, a, a judge. But this is saying request. And because they didn't really give a lot of information because they said they're not telling you the reason for the change. This is all we have, you know, at this point. But I think if we were to assume envy is probably, you know, when the police comes and they yep. come to your house and they say, let me get the footage. Do you mind if I have the footage? Probably, you know, more like that. I would assume because the subpoena, the subpoena is a subpoena um, that if it's a subpoena, yes, they can get it. But this is just like a request. I think most folks that uh, are interested in solving their crimes would voluntarily want to give it mm-hmm. um, but this is where you know police officers asking for maybe you're not comfortable and you don't know what to do or not to do and so you just kind of give it over um, that's what this looks like but what about the girlfriends though that request ring cameras assistant they're they, they not they're not gonna get that either but you, you know what the problem <laughs> the problem happens if your neighbor does something illegal and the camera right. and, and the police come to your door and ask you for it now that puts you involved in a situation right because now you we're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there, where the road leads you and even where the off-road makes a way to. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination the journey itself, or both. Your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect to your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at Nissan US. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Neighbors looking at you funny for quote unquote snitching, and you don't want nothing to do with it. But now they, the police won't have the right to take it without a subpoena, which I think is. Well, they, they say law enforcement agencies can still, yeah, they can still access the video using a search warrant. Yeah, so. subpoena. Yeah. But you missed my joke. I'm talking about all the girlfriends around the world to be asking for ring cameras, catch you cheating, and want to see who's coming in and out the house. That's that's the real. That's the real threat. That's the real threat. <laughs> Goodbye, Tess. Thank you, Tess. And and, 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 and and I think we said this, but it says Ring also maintains the right to share footage without user consent in limited circumstances. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sure depending on what it is, mm-hmm. they'll definitely share. It. Absolutely. But make make sure make sure you follow at Tesla Figaro on all social media platforms and subscribe to the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network, hosted by Tesla Figaro. All right. Now, when we come back, Cam Newton and Brandon Marshall will be joining us. Man, two brilliant black kings, That's man. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, Cam Newton hosts a show called Funky Fridays. I'm sure you've watched it uh, via YouTube. Yep. Brandon Marshall is the founder of the I Am Athlete podcast, along with so many other things. He's a huge mental health advocate, man. So can't wait to sit down and chop it up with those brothers. All right. Well, don't go anywhere. We're going to kick it with them next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us today. Man, legends, trendsetters. We got Brandon Marshall. 
He's been up here numerous times. Yep. And we you got did. the brother Cam Newton. Welcome, brother. You yeah. did. How you feeling? Man, nothing short of amazing. If I was any better, I'd be a twin. <laughs> hey, yeah. Man, it's so good to see what y'all are doing. You know, Brandon, you know, you were early on with the podcasting with I Am Athlete. Mm-hmm. Cam, you don't like to call it a podcast. You like to say you got a show. It's a show, bro. A show. With, with, with Funky, with funky Fridays. Mm-hmm. How has the transition been from football to media personality? Yeah, from athlete to personality. Cool. So, uh, my transition was smooth. And I, I mean, Cam's one of those guys as well. You know, in the peak of our career, we already started doing what we are doing now. Like, my thing was, I wanted my post career to already be solidified, you know, in a way. Mm-hmm. So I spent an entire offseason in 2014 at Harvard building out a case study on uh, uh, transition. Mm-hmm. And what came out of that was content and commerce. And so I've been on that path, like just trying. You know, succeeding, failing, doing some big stuff, you know, some dumb stuff. So, like, my transition was smooth. Like, I started my transition literally when I was having my Pro Bowl days. Mm -hmm. You know, that's 2014. So, I always tell younger dudes, like, you look, keep the main thing the main thing for the first couple of years. And then once you solidify in, in ball... Then you start shadowing people. Then you start reading those books. And then you start it before you leave because when you leave, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They don't give a damn. They, they, if I ain't had a media, they don't care about no, no Brandon that's, Marshall. That, that's changed, though. <clears throat> that's changed. Like, you, I mean, what I mean by that is when you say, like, keep the main thing the main thing, like, you got athletes that's in their prime that's still keeping media at its forefront. Mm-hmm. And I said it earlier, it's like, going are the days where we needed major networks to to get our narrative out mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. doing it in a way that I've I've vowed and, and, and really took a oath. Like, I want to be a voice of my people, my kind. Mm-hmm. And that's bigger than just race. Like, if you feel how I feel, I'm, you're my kind. If you can relate to what I relate to, you're my kind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having this platform to be able to, you know, really call bullshit on certain things, but also empower on the other side too, all the while being entertaining. Wow. And my fear was going on a major network and being muzzled. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, bro, like that ain't me though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I, I like I know I want to appease to the people in, in Bankhead just the same as the people in Buckhead. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like I, you, you can't try to remove that because that's a part of me. So I think now in, in, in media, we're in the golden age of athlete generated content. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's it's healthy. Now we can call bullshit a lot of people that's just saying, hold on, hold on, hold on. What gives you the right to make that? And I can't. Mm-hmm. Okay, you feel this type of way about certain things, but I really did it though. I know how Dak Prescott feels. I know how, you know, Lamar Jackson feels. I went to the Super Bowl. I went, I was a Pro Bowl player. I was mm-hmm. an all pro. But what you got, a journalism degree? Mm so when you when you hold their feet to the fire and say like nah bro whether you agree with what I'm saying or not mine should be more justified because I actually have live reps and in, in battle lived experience come on yeah, I was gonna experience. ask you know how, how do you feel when you when you hear especially <clears throat> when you see when you look at all, all the places that you name that talk about football or talk about sports and a lot of these people never played the sport right yeah. so when you hear these brothers talk about what you should have done or how the no, play should have no, went no no mm. no no you and I got into it with a journalist on my platform. And, uh, you know, I'm like, damn, we built this to protect the athlete and to be a safe space, but also hold them accountable. But it's like we go out there and we say, well, Dak Prescott just threw his third interception. 
Okay, well, tell me about whose fault those interceptions were. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. The, the, the receiver ran a, a five-yard hitch route, but he was really supposed to run this. So Dak is dropping back, holding the safety down the middle, and then throwing the ball off a of trust. And the receiver didn't do his job. But we out there on TV, and we just saying stuff just to make up stuff and, and do numbers. And my problem is with the players, though. The players that ain't, that's being lazy. Like, bro, you sat in them seats and you know. You can't go out there and say, give this hard take. You got to be able to say, look, I don't know their assignment. I don't know if there was the receiver or the quarterback. But if it was the quarterback, this is what should have happened. We just out there just saying stuff just to say stuff sometimes. Cam, did you ever get those opportunities to be on those major sports networks? Or you just said, I'm going to do my own thing. <laughs> uh, I challenged my uh, agent, Carlos Fleming, at WME when I was a rookie prior to me coming into the league and I told him I never want to be a sports analyst Mm. and it's your job to make sure that I have enough opportunity when I leave the game of football that I can do whatever I want to do why why didn't you because I knew I I didn't want to like I said I didn't want to be muzzled I've always stood on how I felt you know but every time I say something people get distracted off of why he dressed like that though but why he talked like that? I'm not gonna lie. Everybody in this room was like, "What is Cam going to wear to the Breakfast Club today?" Yeah, <laughs> that, everybody was thinking that before you For came sure. in. But they they get personal, but they miss the the point that I made. You know what I'm saying? I should be clean clapping. to me though. I, I I'm not yeah. a dresser, but when I be like, like Cam, look like he got his own style going yeah. on. I didn't see no. He's, he's, it's fly. No, oh, but I, but this is the thing though. Like I never wanted to look like any other body. Like nobody. Like, mm-hmm. Respectfully though, like I'm not the dude that's gonna stand out. Or, or stand in a line for a, a shoe release. But there's no disrespect to the people who do. I'm never going to be the person where he's like, oh, that's the new collection from Blase Blah. Right. I'm not that. You know, it was just like, bro, first off, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. And uh, I pay attention to the details. So the, the pocket squares, the lapel pins, the socks, the watch, the rings, the... You know, top hat. You got to come out with a line hat of top hats. And glad I do. It's Mashika hats right okay. now, based in Bozeman, Montana, as well as uh, Venice Beach, still California. Still waiting on mine. Oh. You still, still waiting on mine. You still ain't send me your size, bro. Stop. Where can people get these? <laughs> 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 Mashika hats. M E S H I K A hats. <laughs> no. And then. You know, we can make it do what it do. Both of you brothers are going through a lot. Good, good, and, and I'm possibly negative. You have a another child on the way. Congratulations! Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the new show. I seen you clapping back at a, a journalist that I, I guess he gave you like a backhand compliment, and you was yeah. like, "Don't give me a backhand." Yeah, don't com- do that. Yeah. But but now now this media revolution mm-hmm. has given me the 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 volume to speak on that. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we always talk. But our volume was not as high as it is today. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, and it was just like, I heard what he said, and I was like, no, 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 no. And it put some respect me, on your name. I love that he rewinded it and everything. I said, oh, this is. Let me tell you what you're not going to do, though. You know, because a lot of people, they just judge you off of the NFL. But, I, bro, I'm five-star athlete out of high school, national championship in college. But when you talk about that, that's that's cocky. Like, hold on, bro. Like, <laughs> no, don't, don't talk about that. It's like, bro, I got all that to tell you what I've done. But all you got to tell me is I've been covering this sport for how many? Like, bro, I've been playing this sport for that many years too. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So, so you go back and get that degree, like, but you can't go. I, oh, I got football. my degree too. Yeah. Well, so what are you talking about? So everything mm-hmm. that you got, I got too. Mm-hmm. And but you're gonna you're gonna suppress what I my take on certain things, and you're gonna try to change the goalpost to say you're trying to make it a, a Dak and Cam thing. Mm-hmm. This is not Dak. I'm a big fan of Dak, just like so many other people are. It's a me and you, Jason, issue here. It's like, bro, I'm in your I'm in your field now. 
that is about to be mine because I can do what you do, but you could never do what I do. When you take that tone and sentiment, he's bitter. He's angry. And we got to stop that. I've seen what this guy was able to do for so many years mm-hmm. and just hold people accountable. Just ask the question. Mm-hmm. Simple. How petty somebody would make it believe or what not. It's still accountability and you're going to have to speak on it. And that's what I appreciate most about the Breakfast Club because we knew you were going to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. And we knew somebody was going to ask the question that we all wanted to know. Mm-hmm. So when I do Funky Friday, when I do Fourth and One, I'm not just speaking from a fan's perspective or the viewer's perspective. I'm really asking because I owe a, a service to my audience. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And once you understand that, that's me studying. That's me being a student of the game. That's me understanding like, yo, how does Breakfast Club stay on air and relevant air for so many years? God. I don't think there's any other explanation for mm-hmm. it because a lot of times platforms like this would have been for like, sure. Been, been gotten going. out the way. Yep. Been pushed out the way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, we got more with Brandon Marshall and Cam Newton when we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the homie Brandon Marshall and Cam Newton. Charlemagne? I wanted to ask you, but how do y'all feel like what y'all are doing is disrupting what's happening in traditional sports networks? Because I feel like I watch it and I'm like... The language is changing. The way a lot of these people are trying to talk on these platforms is changing. And I know it's because of what athlete-driven podcasts are doing. Uh, It's a huge opportunity for us. And and this is an internal language. And I always say it's next-gen ESPN. And so next-generation ESPN. It's just not a safe spot. Like Even what Cam was just saying about Breakfast Club... It's like it's how you ask the question That's and right. how you hold your, your your people accountable. And so we do the same thing. I did it with Cam, right? Like Cam playing for the Patriots. This is one of our first epic uh, uh, episodes. We got millions of views. You know, everybody <laughs> thought y'all had beef when y'all did the conversation. Absolutely. I remember that. Yeah, yeah but, but no, it was the tough one. And I was like, damn, I got to ask the question is like, are you done? And I'm like, bruh, how's your shoulder feeling, bro? Because, you know, you, you and he went into it and he explained himself. Mm-hmm. And then he had a legendary moment. He said, there ain't 32 better than me. Mm-hmm. Man, we sold T-shirts off of that. Right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, it was how, it's how you ask the question. So it's a safe space. And there's a lot of people built in podcasts. But are you built in platform? Platform is like building teams. You have to have a monetization strategy, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a huge opportunity for those out there that want to figure that out in sports. Let me ask you a question. You know, both of you guys retired. What are your thoughts? I have on? not retired. You have not retired? No, sir. Oh, you, you, just said you, you just said you want to play for the Falcons. Yeah. yeah. I haven't, but to your point. I just now, so, so you do want to play football again? Uh, if the right opportunity. The Falcons. You said that's the only team. I saw that a couple yeah, days ago. Makes sense. I got kids, bro. Like, would you take another job outside of New York? Probably not outside of New York. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, I got soon to be eight kids. Mm-hmm. Take pride in that. I love that. Yeah. Love being a dad. Can't wait to go home today to be able to take my uh, daughter to tennis practice. Best feeling ever. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And I'm that I'm that dad too. Like you everybody knows, like oh, okay, who, yep. we don't gotta guess who his son is. Like yeah, goddammit, Chosen, that's, that's, that's my boy. That's me. You know what that's, I'm me. There. that's me. And I'm on his ass when we when we working out. Yeah. He's eight. You know what I'm saying? My son Jaden. He's like he's getting 
uh, uh, accepted in schools. Same way. Proud Come man. on. Yeah. Same like, way. not just the UGAs or the Kentuckys. It, this is the FAMUs and the Howards and the Hamptons. That's right. And I'm excited for all both of them. You know, for 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 them all. Mm-hmm. So that's where you got to start taking into consideration. It's like, bro, I can't go to play in Seattle. Great team, great organization, but I can't do that. I mean, it's a time difference. Mm-hmm. You know, my kids got technical devices that they want to mm-hmm. call you and, Daddy, where you at? That's right. So they need a coach too. So what coach would you want to play for in Atlanta? Man, ask your <laughs> question, man. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> <asking. laughs> We see if Belichick hey, get the job if he calling you can. Like, <laughs> Belichick get the job if he calling. Look, I said what I said. Like, if you want to, if you if you still want to, you know, see what I have to say about this particular topic. Mm-hmm. Tune in to Fourth and One next week. There you go. Perfect. We gonna definitely talk about it when you when y'all get to that height. Mm. Both of y'all, you know, y'all been been to the the top of, of the NFL. Do you feel a pressure to keep it to keep it ultra black? Cause, they, Cause there was times when they used to get mad at your dabbing cam. You dabbed more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know but saying? not only that though. Like I look at the league now, and I'm like, damn, I would get fined for certain things that they do now. This man is the creation of my cause, my cleats. Mm-hmm. But the NFL ain't never wrote him a check for that. They wow. gonna re, wow. they gonna repurpose it in a wow. different way. Wow. But he got fined for wearing the lime green mental health, mental health wow. awareness, and. Wow. And I got proof. There's multiple people that told me that. And the NFL is making billions of dollars mm-hmm. off of that My Cause, My Cleats. They have unbelievable testimonials by My Cause, My Cleats. But the person who was fined for that, he didn't even get reimbursed for his fines. He was just mm-hmm. like, oh, and by the way, listen, like we our forefathers. Yeah. But no credit to you. No credit no or credit nothing wise. to show so, for it. So, outside of an attaboy. <laughs> And now the- We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for the drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG, 37 highway MPG, 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 35 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all wheel drive. 29 city MPG, 36 highway MPG, 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 34 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum all wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So, what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 Plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. FL can't blame them for saying, hold on, this is a this is a dope-ass idea. Let's let's see how much we can raise for it. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to leave it out there like that because you, you, you're right. Everybody right. You know, there, there should have been more opportunities and they, there can be more opportunities. I think it was like year three, they came back around. We did like a 30-second a spot at commercial, whatever. Um, you know, and I wasn't looking at it that way. I was looking at how much money you know, uh, the cancer community was generating off of Breast Cancer Awareness Week in the NFL. But then I'm looking at like, damn, there's 36 million Americans impacted by cancer, but there's 120 uh, million Americans affected by mental health. What can the NFL do? How much money can be generated for profit, nonprofit in this community? So I was looking at from a business perspective. And so, yeah, they gave me a little recognition from like putting out a commercial doing that, but it was all about the money. 
You know, it's about that you how didn't do we get. how do we get these resources? To, <laughs> that's that's like your point. like your 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 that's summit, crazy. your mental health summit. Like that's, that's what I was looking at. Like, okay, y'all funding all these other places, but you got Charlemagne doing some amazing things in this space. Let's take ten million and put it over here. Let's take ten million. Let's take it to Dak Prescott. But but this is what I would say. So there's opportunities, but if you know when you're dealing with large corporations like that. And, and establishments, establishments like that, it can take time. So, like, I, I got that. Like, when I call, they answer, and I go in there, and it's going to take time. But there's going to be some major deals. Like the biggest uh, uh, partner in the NFL, Cigna, mm-hmm. and they don't activate, mm-hmm. but they got they trying to focus on mental health. Who else better to do it with? Then you, right? absolutely. So I say that because it's going to happen. And when you building something and you see it, it may take. 5, 10, 15 years. But when it breaks through, it's going to break through in a major way. You know, when you're talking football, sports betting kind of took over. To a, it just seems like some of the things that they talk about now, the analysts will talk about the sports betting, the parlays over the actual game. Do y'all think sports betting helped or hurt the game? It, it, well, from a player, it helps the game because we're, we're all businessmen here. Yep. Right? Like, business is booming. We got to be a part of it. You know, that's why you think the NFL is investing it. They were the number one people uh, walking the halls of Congress and pushing back, pushing back. But it's a it's a you got to do it. You got to do it from a business perspective. But from a, a on the field standpoint, Cam, I don't know how you feel about it. But for me, it's like I ain't we ain't worrying about that. I'm not worrying about your overs and your unders, et cetera, et cetera. But you do have some players that's been suspended because they betting okay. and they ain't supposed to be betting. Right. But. I don't think it affects the product on the field. Okay. We need more minority access in the sports betting space. You see ESPN, Bet, MGM, all of DraftKings, all, Draft Kings, all mm-hmm. that. But nobody looks like us. But we're probably the number one race that's trying to come up quick. So we talk about business. I'm waiting for some sanctions to be in place for the next sports book to have at least a minority patron in position to do that because they use us as influencers but they don't use us as partners and you got Jay-Z uh, fighting for, for the that. casino for the casino yeah, yeah. I hope he gets it hopefully he gets it Times Square, yeah. Times Square yeah alright well keep it locked we got more with Brandon Marshall Cam Newton when we come back you don't want to miss it it's the Breakfast Club good morning morning everybody it's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy we are the Breakfast Club we still kicking it with the homie Brandon Marshall and Cam Newton Charlemagne Cam, what are your thoughts, Cam, on the state of black quarterbacks right now in the NFL? I think this year it was like some record. It was like, what, 14 starting quarterbacks? Yeah, the majority. Quarters. Now, the, the real thing is now being a white quarterback is the minority now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Being an, a pocket quarterback is the minority now. You feel me? So I love the state of, of where it's at right now, and it's pushed by the Lamar Jacksons of the world, the Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes of the world, these extremely – uh, savvy skill sets that this game has really never seen mm-hmm. and it's praised now. I always felt like there was a racial stereotypical component to being a black quarterback where they felt like y'all weren't smart enough yeah. to play the position. There's, yeah. I mean, that's it's, it, it's, it's in it's in everything, not just in sports. Mm-hmm. It's in everything. Like, diversity and inclusion, it don't matter what the commodity is. The right hire the right person should get this position. Mm-hmm. Just because you run fast and you just so happen to play the quarterback position, you shouldn't have to change your position. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we had a lot of questions about the Lamar Jackson when he got drafted. Joe mm-hmm. Flacco was there. It's like, is he going to play receiver? 
That's why he didn't want to run the 40. He's like, no, bro, I don't want to do that because I know what y'all trying to trying to do. That's crazy. They try to change your position. Just because you like, come yeah. on, bro. Corner, wide receiver, all these black quarterbacks. Wow. You're an athlete. You're an athlete. You're Let's athlete. go use you over here. Correct. And it's to your point, you know, mine, and it's backed up in numbers as well. Some of the smartest guys, or they think is the smartest guys on the field, are uh, the backup quarterbacks. A mm-hmm. lot of our head co- former players that become head coaches are backup quarterbacks. And when you look at the numbers, how many black quarterbacks are backup quarterbacks? Now, that's important because we talk about evolution, evolving, transition. So a, a white quarterback can be in the NFL for 10, 15 years, never throw a touchdown. They're a backup quarterback. How many black quarterbacks do they get an opportunity? So to that person that says, who does Cam Newton think he is by coming out with a list? I'm telling you, I I said I would be a backup to these people. So knowing that most backup quarterbacks don't look like me. Why do y'all think C.J. Shroud's thanking Jesus was edited out out of his his post-game speech? Hmm. Like if the league, you know, uh, like not accepting of... Religion? I, I never. I've always seen people thank God. So why do you think that happened? Yeah, I think that was NBC too. Right? Oh, NBC, yeah, yeah, I think so. It was NBC. Yeah, I, I think it, it, it. You know, look, now we we're in a time where um, we're so divided, right? And so you think about, you know, why we're divided: the politics, religion, you know, and uh, in different communities, their points of views. And so when you think about business, they don't want they don't want that. They just want mm-hmm. football. And so I think it's wrong. Uh, it's disrespectful. But that's the answer. What you think, Ken? Hold them accountable. You'll hold a, a athlete accountable or entertainers because they're humans. But what do we say to these networks when they make their mistakes? We just overlook, oh, no, it's okay, cool. No, I'm coming for accountability on everybody, from the reporters to the players to the networks. Because that, that, that shit ain't right. That's what the new norm of 2024 should be. And if you call Cap on me, show the receipts. Your boy Debo, Cam, stop calling me. I ain't calling you. <laughs> now he realized like somebody was playing with you. Can't just sit up there and do that goofy oh, ass. No. No. You don't know that situation? <laughs> so he never, you never was calling him? <laughs> no, somebody was playing on his phone. That's no, crazy, and, man. And, and these little white kids that came out and said that. But he goes online and say, like, yo, bro, Cam, stop calling me. You just wanted me on your podcast a couple weeks ago. I'm like, bro, that wasn't me. Oh, that's But crazy. that's cool, but he tried to stand on business. But as we find out, and I'm a fan, still a fan of Debo. Like, bro, like, how can I hate what you do? Like, it was a mistake. But, hey, t- you thought you got me. You didn't. Well, are you, are you coming out with a book on how to be the kind of man that makes a woman want to submit? Ooh, I that like makes that. a woman want to be submissive. Uh, I need to be coming out with a book that 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 tell we need men to start being men. That might be that because be I think I think that's the thing too. That that submissive line mm-hmm. I should have added. Also, we need to be we need men to be men because then I will ask DJ Envy, mm-hmm. how are you able to sustain your marriage for so many years? Mm. We don't talk about that. It's true, you know, mm-hmm. and and. For a real book life, right there, love. see the book right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, like, married twenty two years, ups, downs, lefts, right. Yes, but, but we're able to, you know, to talk about it. And- yeah, so, so when I'm having these conversations and I'm and I'm speaking, I've never been married. So somebody would say, "How the hell you get to talk about marriage if you ain't never been married? You got relationships." But yeah. then I would say this: How does Stephen A. Smith talk about the NBA if he ain't never been in the NBA? Right. 
I've I've had certain situations though that had garnered a lot of attention by me saying, you know, an alpha male. But a real man, I've seen my father do this. He knew when to allow the woman to lead. We need men to start taking accountability and saying like, bro, you can't just keep having these fatherless children, bro. Mm-hmm. But we highlight them in music. We highlight them in, you know, different aspects. It's like, okay, he a great this or great that. That's what Charleston White did. Just still accountability, you know, and he shunned Dion. I'm like, but did Dion do anything different if you was in his position? Would you not try to put your son on? Mm-hmm. So you can't you can't be hypocritical to that. And it's not like it's not like his son not a dog. Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he's putting his whole family like the 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 well off media. That's his son. Y'all brothers are doing a great yeah, job. I, I can sit here and talk to y'all all day, man. That's right. Make, make sure you check the I am iconic tour and the I am athlete. Funky Friday, Friday. Right. Yeah, so we did a couple cities. Okay. Um, now we feel like it's like almost like a, a comedian of perfecting their material. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have this idea of creating a live experience. And so we were in Atlanta, Chicago, mm-hmm. um, and we feel really good about it. And now it's time to what? Stand on business? Stand on business. Package yeah. it. We appreciate you brothers for joining us. Yes, sir. And y'all guys are invited anytime you know that. So if you in town, pull on up. Yeah. yeah just just come on up. And hopefully when we when we get our co-host, whenever that happens, you know, we'll all come together. Hold on. What I, happened? <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed the conversation you had. Hold with on. <laughs> Hold on. Mm-hmm. What happened? Before mm-hmm. we get out of here, the people, the people I want to know. With what? With uh, Just Hilarious. Oh, I loved y'all conversation on. Um, no, yeah, no, 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 that was, that was, that was a good conversation. Like y'all, yeah, that was an amazing was conversation. What happened to Jess Hilarious on the Breakfast Club? Yo, Cam Newton and Brandon Marshall, Brandon thank y'all for joining Cam us, Newton, man. We appreciate we them appreciate so much, you, man. It's the Breakfast Is this Club. Thing on? <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Taylor Swift. Rumor has it, rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the breakfast club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. Now, this is very scary. Taylor Swift has a stalker and he has been arrested again. His name is David Crow. He's 33 years old. He's been by Taylor Swift's apartment 30 times in the last two months. Why he ain't David get shot? Crow was walked out of the first police precinct about 8 o'clock tonight. Um, I did ask him if he was a fan of Taylor Swift's. He did not answer that question. He just kept talking about a pair of pants. That said, we have learned today that between November 25th and January 22nd, he has been at the singer's home approximately 30 times. David Crow, Taylor Swift's alleged stalker, once again put in handcuffs, this time for violating an order of protection, one the judge imposed just hours earlier. Insisting he was back at Swift's townhouse looking for a pair of pants he says were in the dumpster. This New York Post photo appears to show him diving into the dumpster just across the street from the pop star's building. This all playing out shortly after he faced a judge on charges of stalking and harassment. He was let go under supervision and was ordered to stay away from the singer and her home. Isn't that scary? The yeah, fact that this man is still there, he's been arrested numerous times. They said he got arrested one day. The charges weren't that strong. They released him, and then they arrested him several hours later back at the same residence. Why didn't you shoot him? What security was that? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but 
Yeah, this is very, very scary. And shouldn't it be like a limit? Like, you know what I'm saying? If you harass somebody 30 times, like, shouldn't you automatically get some type of extreme jail sentence? I'm not saying extreme, but like a year, a couple of years, well, something. Whatever, whatever they're doing, it seems like he's not working because he continues to go back to the same spot and they arrest him over and over again. And, and, and that's scary. Like, like what, what are they waiting for? And, and you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that back about shooting him because clearly he might be dealing with some type of uh, mental health issues, right? Because mm-hmm. insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. If you go to the same place 30 times, did he get ar- arrested all 30 times? Uh, he got arrested. No, a, a lot of times it was just complaints. But mental health, mental issues or not, if you're coming to hurt me or something's coming to happen, I have to defend myself well, if he day, has a the, weapon. The, you know what I mean? the other day you said uh, if somebody break in your house, you shouldn't shoot them. No, I didn't say that. You said you should give them a chance or something. Something you I, said. You I, said I, something I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Yeah, you said something to that effect. That was not that that full thing. You, you sound like somebody's blogs. You take a little bit of what I said. I didn't no, say that at all. No, I'm not making this up. We had a debate about it. I just don't nope. care to remember right now. Mm-hmm. But um, something, yes, should happen to that individual. There's got to be some type of consequences and repercussions. That's why he keeps coming back. All right. Now, let's talk about being light-skinned. Why? <laughs> For what? Same the 80s? <laughs> Steph Curry ain't in the room. He's the only light-skinned man worth talking about. Lil Wayne talks about why he feels people hate on Drake so much. Why they be hating on Drake like this? I, I, that's what I don't understand. He red. I, I think, he light-skinned. That's true. That's a two-shot. You, know, you know, he light-skinned. We've been doing that. That's history. That's just American that's history. That's history, man. That's American history. <laughs> <laughs> How I know is because I'm not light-skinned and I hated on all light-skinned dudes in school. So, yeah, that's right. That, that, that is, that's American history, man. <laughs> Hated on all of them, man. You like skin. Shout bad. out, shout out to y'all, man. <laughs> <laughs> At least y'all put it in the name. Pretty, especially pretty at Cornelius, but that's something else. We'll go ahead. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> And I know that's the reason why a lot of you, you brothers and, and, and people out there hate us on our, on, on our light-skinned brothers. We've been called everything from beige, bitch, mellow yellow, light bright, red bone, is color, waffle color, negro, high yellow, highlighter, big bird. We've been called. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there, where the road leads you and even where the off-road makes a way to. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination the journey itself, or both. Your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect to your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at Nissan US. Say.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh. You got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm. How's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. All those names. The only one that you said was good was Waffle Color Negro because I made that up uh, years ago. And I never hated on light-skinned dudes. I just cheered when Nino Brown stabbed a pretty Negro from the bank in the hand. Okay? So he called him a pretty Negro. And I never called anybody any of those things except for Waffle Color Negro. I call them canary-colored cowards. I tell them that their skin is the color of dirty urine. I call them khaki-colored clowns. Okay. I call them beige bitch, right. beige bastard, right. beige bozo. I say, all right. I say, your pigment, is right. the color, your pigment is the color of pancake batter. My favorite is calling a light-skinned man a pretty albino girl. That is a good one. See? You know a good one that we all never right. use? I'm, I'll give you one more. Can all I give right. you one more? Just give you one more. Call light-skinned men quacker-ass quackers. Okay? Because rubber duckies are yellow and ducks quack, you quacker-ass quacker. <laughs> See, that's 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 where the hate come from. I ain't hate. I don't Jealous. hate. I don't hate. I don't hate on. I don't hate. I don't. Why would I hate on you for not having no melanin? Now Kevin Gates was here yesterday. <laughs> Kevin Gates said the same exact thing. I mean, this with all due disrespect, it's hard for a bright. <laughs> you got to be extra gangster when you bright. <laughs> you know, when you bright, you know, you be like, how you know how to fight so good, Kevin? Because I got beat up a lot. That's why <laughs> they always pick the bright. The they don't ever pick. They don't ever pick he this dude he ain't did nothing gangster he just ugly <laughs> he just ugly why are we ugly because we dark skin no, keep talking not, I ain't talking about you you a chocolate 
Man, I'm talking about the ugly. Now. He an ugly too. But go ahead. He fixed it. He fixed his face. He would a yellow. He would a yellow. Gonna like yellow like chocolate. They don't like bright. That's right. Okay, okay, okay. But then it's you ain't bright as him though. He bright. You ain't bright to me, Kev. I'm really a nigga though. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I come up in the. You know what I'm saying? I've been I've been battle tested. You know I'm a, I'm approved. See, and that's the problem. Well, Why can't I just be black? Because you're not. You're well, beige. But see, I, I don't but, have to go that. And then I can't say nothing back. Let's. Let, well, here's the thing. Let's let's. It's not right. I'm black. Let's be kind. Let's be kind. Oh, you gonna say something kind? Let's Let be say kind this. to our beige brothers in the blue vein society. Okay, it's very tough for them this time of year. All right, it's cold. They turn the color of sugar cookies. Just be, just be patient with them and be kind. Okay. Just admit we all black. To say that. You're not. You're beige. <laughs> <sighs> I hate you, and I can't say nothing back, right? Because then I'm, then I'm foul. It's just you just don't have anything as good. You don't have anything good to say like I do. <laughs> that is your rumor report. You know what? I'm not even gonna say it. All right. Now when we come back, oh, donkey today. Who we give you donkey to? Man, four after the hour, man. I've been looking at this, uh, I've been paying attention to the Young Thug case. Like, mm -hmm. not really paying attention, but, you know, in and out of it. Yep. We, can we talk about that for a second? Because, I, you know, I saw this phone call that came out between him and Mariah Scientist. Can we talk about what's going on at the Cobb County Jail and all of that for a second? I need some of them people, whoever the groupie was that put that video out. He, you need to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with you, please. All right, we'll get yeah. to that next, so don't move. And then Jay Shetty will be joining us. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Execution on the donkey of the day is something to behold. Is it a read? He gave me donkey of the day and I deserve it. People need to know. What well, you need to tell them. I am. You have the voice. Tell them. Tell them. It's time for donkey of the day. It's a read, but you're so good at it. You're trying to be a fake ass Charlemagne. There's only one Charlemagne involved. Damn, Charlemagne. Who you give a donkey of the day to now? Well, sexy red, uh, donkey of the day for Thursday, January 25th goes to the Cobb County Jail. In Atlanta. At this point, it's not even just the Cobb County Jail in Atlanta. It's everything surrounding the Rico case of uh, Jeffrey Williams, whose stage name is Young Thug. Uh, 50, 50 Cent, I know you got the power universe and BMF and you working on stories about things that happened here in the streets of New York City. But at some point, someone is going to have to do a movie or, or, or film on the dramedy that is the Young Thug Rico case, okay, a TV show, a film, something. Now, I'm not an attorney, so don't take anything I say here this morning as law because I am going strictly off feelings here, no facts, okay? And when I say facts, I mean facts about the law because I have no idea about the facts of this case, nor do I have any idea about the law. I don't know what Jeffrey did or what he didn't do, so I don't want anyone to hear this and say, I'm advocating for Thug to get away with any crimes he committed. All I'm simply saying is this case should be dismissed. Okay, hung jury, something. Seriously, at this point, I don't see how this trial is even still happening. I don't know if it should be a mistrial. I don't know what the technical terms are. I already told you I'm not an attorney. I am not one of these Negroes who pretends to be an expert on something on social media. Okay, all I know is my instincts, my gut, my third eye, my intuition, my spider senses are tingling and telling me this case needs to be thrown out. Okay, I mean, every single week is something new. What prompted me to say this on this fine Thursday morning is this phone call between uh, Jeffrey and his girlfriend, Mariah the Scientist. It's a phone call on video from a jail visit from Mariah to Jeffrey, and it clearly was recorded at the Cobb County Jail. Here's the thing. Why is this video out? 
uh, I know it's not illegal. I know these calls can be public record from what I was told. But why? Who in the Cobb County Jail is so groupied out that they decided, ooh, Mariah the Scientist visited Young Thug over the holidays. We have it on video. Let me put that out online to get the computers puting. Now, Jeffrey and Mariah aren't saying anything incriminating. She's visiting him, showing some love. It's honestly not even worth playing over the air, but here's a little bit of it. What's up, baby? Merry Christmas. Thank you. I love you. I miss you, and I love you. I love you too, baby. Thanks for my gifts. If I had to have a rap name, what would you pick it to be? I like that you called me Tiger Lily last night. Yeah. Daddy? I'm on your baby. It's nothing. But it's not about the call, though. It's about the principal. Now, I already told you uh, that it's not illegal for the jail to put out a video recording of him and Mariah on the phone. I don't, I don't believe it is. It's public record, okay, from what I was told. But if, you know, Thug wasn't who he was and Mariah the Scientist wasn't who she was, would these calls be out? And this is why we are here today, because I just don't understand how Jeffrey is getting a fair trial when nut-ass things like this keep happening. There is more twist in this trial than it is in Young Thug's hair. Okay, I don't even have time to go through all the things, okay? But there's a quite a few. Remember when a juror decided to take a trip to the Dominican Republic instead of going to jury duty, and then the judge ordered uh, them to complete a 30-page essay? I remember. <laughs> remember when another juror got jailed for three days after filming the court proceedings? Remember when an attorney was arrested for bringing contraband into the courtroom and assaulting an officer? Remember when the judge threatened to arrest people for making outbursts in court? Remember when they was on Zoom and a porno video popped up. Remember when the judge had to stop the proceedings to address leaks of evidence in the trial? Remember when his co-defendant got stabbed in jail and that delayed the trial? Remember when someone recorded the jury and posted it online and all these blog sites ran with it? Now you got Jeffrey's prison visits with his girl being released to the public once again. Not somebody, illegal. Somebody yelled on one of the streams too. They was like, free thug. Free thug, thug yeah. mistrial. I remember that. I remember that. I, I just don't see how he's getting a fair trial. It just feels like multiple constitutional violations have occurred. Once again, I'm not an attorney, so don't listen to me. But it feels like constitutional violations. It feels like deterrent effect of prosecution. I don't even know what none of that stuff I just said means. It just looks and sounds like what I'm feeling. Okay, procedural issues. I did my research. And by research, I mean Google. And these phrases feel like why I think this case should be a mistrial. Legal insufficiency. That sounds right, right? <laughs> I, I guess. Lack of resources. No, that. Look, I don't, know. I don't know. Okay, let me stop way. trying to sound smart about this. I hate when folks do that. Whenever it's an issue, they become an expert on it because they Google something. Mm -hmm. Okay, folks is geopolitical experts on Palestine and Israel. When COVID was kicking our asses, everyone was an expert in global disease biology. I'm not about to sit here and fake like I'm some type of trial lawyer. All I'm saying is I would be surprised if uh, Thug walks from this, right? But it don't feel like he's getting the fairest of shakes. It feels like someone is treating this whole situation like a feature film, and it ain't a movie, dog. Okay, remember when the judge, Judge Glanville, got really upset, and uh, the woman, Kathy Rusin, uh, from Law & Crime, tweeted, Judge Euro Glanville, who's overseeing the trial, recently got upset in the courtroom. Judge Glanville appeared very angry and called all attorneys back in chambers working to get more information, but murmurs about a mistrial stand by because the judge was upset mm -hmm. at a bunch of things I just named, mainly jurors faces getting out there. I even saw Drake post uh, this morning in reference to the to the video being released of Mariah and uh, Jeffrey. He posted, uh, this gotta be some form of jail misconduct. You're gonna drag this talented man then not be able to control your employees using his personal business for their own gain. Somebody benefited from this video even existing and that shameful whole case is a wash. Just free the guy and let him come home and continue bringing light to Atlanta. 
Well, damn it, swine must be flying because I agree with the Toronto Raptor. Yes, I said Raptor, not rapper. I don't know if it will be a mistrial, but I can clearly see a hung jury because I don't even understand how a jury or judge could focus on the actual evidence of this case when all of these distractions surround the case and all these distractions keep happening. Okay, they say jurors aren't supposed to pay attention to the news and stuff like that during a trial. Do you really believe, do you really truly believe in your heart of hearts that jurors in this case aren't paying attention to everything that's being said online? How could you not? There, you don't think they're not paying attention to what's being said on TV, on radio? Once again, I don't know if Jeffrey is guilty or not guilty of the things he's being accused of, but I do know this case is too damn convoluted and too full of drama to fairly find out. So please give whoever released this video from the Cobb County Jail the biggest hee haw. All right. Mm hmm. Well, thank you for that donkey today. And you're absolutely right. There's so many things that have been released on this trial. It's it's, it's disrespectful. I don't, I don't see how he it's, gets a fair it's shake. Crazy. He doesn't. I don't. I, mean, not, I don't see how he's getting a fair shake at all. I don't see how anybody can look at this situation and say this is fair. No. To him, I, regardless of, I don't know if he's guilty or not guilty. I'm mm -hmm. just saying we all should get a, a fair, fair trial. trial. Correct. This don't seem fair at all. Not at all. Not with everything being released and nah. everything that's happened. It just nah. Seems like a circus. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm -hmm. Now, when we come back, Jay Shetty will be joining us. And we're going to kick it with Jay Shetty when we come back. Tell him who Jay Shetty is, Charlamagne. Jay Shetty is the host of the On Purpose podcast. He's a mm -hmm. fantastic author. He put out a book last year called Eight Rules of Love, How to Find It, Keep It, and Let It Go. He's amazing. You just saw him sit down with Michelle Obama. That's right. I think that was last week he did a conversation with Michelle Obama. Yep. But yeah, Jay Shetty will be here. When we come back, mm -hmm. it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. My guy. He's an author, New York Times best selling author. He's an entrepreneur. He is a podcast host. And now he is a model as well. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Shetty. <laughs> a model. A model. <laughs> By the way, Jay Shetty's more than a podcast host. He has one of the top 10 biggest podcasts in the world. That's right. Okay. I, I think that's very Thank important you, to note because everybody got a podcast. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Jay Shetty has one of the top 10 biggest podcasts in the world. What is it, number five, I think? I think so. That's on Spotify. I think that's what it came out as. But no, thank you for having me, guys. I Absolutely. love being here with you guys. I'm so grateful to be back with you. Congrats on the new studio. Thank you. I know it's not new for your for your viewers, but it's new for me being in here with you. But thank you. Thank you, guys. You just uh, sat down with First Lady Michelle Obama. Conversation was everywhere, right? Uh, and she expressed how terrified she was about this election year. What was it like hearing that from her? And how do you process that? Does that give you anxiety when you hear that? Yeah, it's an interesting thought process because I can't vote in this country. Mm -hmm. uh, I moved here eight years ago. I have a green card, but I don't, you know, I don't have voting rights. And I moved here the year Trump became president in 2016. And so it, I've had an interesting education in the United States. And I haven't, you know, I didn't grow up learning American history or American politics. So I'm also very uneducated in, this, in that space mm -hmm. specifically. I think for me... I look at most things as things I can and can't control. And when I think about things that make me anxious on a global scale, I often ask myself, what is the root of that anxiety in my community? So if I'm seeing whether it's ignorance, whether it's a lack of understanding, whether it's a lack of curiosity, openness, compassion on a global scale, I'm asking myself, where does that exist within me and my friends? 
and my society and how do I start impacting that because that I can control and so I've been practicing that for a long time because I feel that there's a lot of things that give me anxiety like there's a lot of things that can stress me mm-hmm. out there's something new in the news every day that can do that That's right. so to me I try and bring down global events into the personal and intimate because otherwise it's so chaotic and so hard to deal with how many times do you how many how often have you broken your own eight rules of love oh every day every day, <laughs> every day man like every day I, I i don't think it's you know it goes back to that how can i heal someone i'm still healing myself mm-hmm. and it goes to the reality of and i think we all know this at this table everything in life is a process mm-hmm. right like even if you took something really tangible like we say this person is rich we talk about them as if they can never lose it mm-hmm. and that will always be theirs that's actually not true people could lose all their money we talk about someone being famous you could lose that so in the same way healing progress development mm-hmm. you can lose it and i think we've got so lost in that destination addiction the belief that you get to a point from which there is no return and i think that destination addiction is really misleading in the wellness space because we feel like oh now i'm healed and i think it comes from this idea of if you think about it right social media is full of before and after pictures this is where i used to be look at where i am now right, right? and it's always like saying i used to be in a bad place now i'm in a great place no process though no process yeah. and linear when the real life life is this every day that's right it's just cyclical and i think we've made our minds feel that journey's a linear It's like A to B like going from LA to New York or New York to LA it's linear but we know that life is so much more cyclical and so yes I've broken the eight rules of love every day every week of my life One of the things you said man that I think is so important that I want people to really get from this if they don't get nothing else from this conversation <laughs> is you're like there's no manual for any of this mm-hmm. so you're not going to be the perfect husband you're not going to be the perfect father i spend so much time simply apologizing to my wife and apologizing to my kids mm-hmm. because i don't ever want them to think that i'm trying to come off as some perfect human who never gets anything wrong mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. i think that is that's very important to do and just yeah. being present like when your when your when your wife calls you your child calls you even if you in that moment You weren't present. I'm as soon as I'm done whatever I'm doing, I'm so sorry that you know I had to do that, but I had to go do X Y and Z yeah. in that moment. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think the thing about the point you just made and I, and I hope this is what someone takes away from this as well is I think a lot of us in our minds when we do introspect, we're quite heavy and harsh on ourselves. I think a lot of people are walking around with a internal inner critical voice that is completely making them feel terrible and so when anyone says something externally it's worse and i just want to remind people that you can't hate yourself into change mm-hmm. like you can't guilt yourself Jesus into growth you can't blame yourself mm-hmm. into a breakthrough when was the last time you changed who you were because someone hated you never mm-hmm. when was the last time you supported someone you hate deeply So if you're hating, blaming, guilting yourself, it may get you started, but it won't get you there. And so anyone who's giving themselves a hard time, I'm not saying to give yourself an easy time, but that inner grace, that inner forgiveness is such an important part of you actually becoming better. So you're not doing it because you're trying to take it easy on yourself. You're doing it because it's going to let you get through the hard times. The 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 most important thing I think for a lot of people is is back to what you said with forgiveness and grace, right? A lot of things that we do is learn behavior. right why do people pop their children usually because they got popped as a child mm-hmm. you know 
a lot of the things that we learned and we were taught were fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's that famous quote you just reminded me of that says, uh, by the time you realize that your parents are right, your kids are telling you that you're wrong. And, and it's that, mm-hmm. that awkward position that we end up in. And, but you know what's really interesting about that? I was talking to someone about this at dinner last night. And there's this old story that, that I heard a while ago. And it's always resonated with me, even, even with my own childhood, not, not in particular, but in essence. So the story goes that these two men were interviewed and one was an alcoholic and the other one had never drunk alcohol and they were brothers. And they interviewed them and then they asked the one who drank alcohol and was an alcoholic. He said, why are you an alcoholic? He said, my dad was an alcoholic. And then they asked the other brother, why don't you drink? And he said, my dad was an alcoholic. And so I think a lot of us got an education in what not to do, but we ended up repeating it instead of breaking the cycle. And I feel like in my life, I had to, I got a great education in a lot of my areas of life in what not to do and who not to be. And I took all those little notes down and I think that's what's improved my life. So I think if we're constantly waiting for the perfect example and the perfect space and the perfect surroundings and the perfect aunt and uncle and the perfect parent, it's like, we may be waiting forever because no yeah, one's perfect. Right. So we almost have to make a list of what not to do, but what not to do. But and also how to. That's why yeah. that's why podcasts like On Purpose is so important. That's why podcasts yeah. like, you know, Debbie Brown, Deeply Well is so important because mm-hmm. we learn how to, yeah. you know, break, break a lot of these cycles. Absolutely. All right, we got more with Jay Shetty when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Jay Shetty. Charlamagne, are you wearing Gap right now? No. Not right now. Okay, I'm just no, asking. No, because you, know, you saw that. You saw yeah, that. Yeah, I saw the gap campaign. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, why I called yeah, your model yeah. earlier. You did the gap Oh, that's why. That's, that's why I thought it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, you thought a, he just thought you was handsome? That's Jay? a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I was like all right, DJ MV, there's a, you know. Like, all right. There's a, you know, I wasn't expecting that from you. But, but thank you, man. I appreciate it. But no, you and your wife did a uh, yeah, holiday yeah. holiday gap campaign. Yeah, yeah. We, we were just, you know, when we got asked to do that, it was like, we couldn't believe it. We're like, mm-hmm. what is this? You know, like we grew up watching the Gap campaigns, mm-hmm. like the holiday campaigns, especially. And any, I've said to my wife, any time I get to do any work with her mm-hmm. is my favorite thing because I get to hang with her all day. And so that shoot was fun. They made it fun. The creative team was fantastic. Like it was a good time. Mm-hmm. We walked out of there having had having had a great day. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then it was it was surreal because you know yeah definitely never been a model. So I Other appreciate thing I, that. I wanted to ask you too. Do you get pushback from people who watch you sit down with a Michelle Obama or a Jada Pinkett Smith. Why didn't you challenge them on this? Why didn't you challenge them on that? Yeah, I I don't get pushback for not challenging people because I think the questions I ask are challenging in a different way. Mm -hmm. But I think I'll get pushback because someone doesn't like that person. Yeah. But what I've found every single time is that when someone actually listens to the episode or watches it on YouTube, if you look at that comment section... It is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Like when someone's actually taken out time out of the day to listen for an hour or watch for an hour, yeah. and then you see the comment section, you'll see people having complete... I had people reaching out about both those episodes, the the President Biden interview as well that we did earlier last year, and the comments of people who actually listened to it. And by the way, a lot of people were like, hey, I don't agree with this person's politics. Mm-hmm. I'm actually on completely on the other side. But I just want you to know that listening to this interview was so enlightening from a human perspective. Thank you for putting it out there. And I respect that approach because Mm -hmm. I think that's why I do the interview. I don't do the interview 
for any other reason apart from us looking at the broken mirror and looking back and saying okay where can i resonate with the humanity of this individual or where can i relate to this person so yeah i think that's that's generally the pushback but the comment section i i encourage you on those episodes to go look at the youtube comment section uh it, it's it's phenomenal to read what people are getting yeah cuz i think your conversation with jada pinkett smith mm. the clips is what set off the Jada Pinkett hate train. Mm. <laughs> Not because of you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But if you if you didn't watch the whole conversation and context and you just saw clips, yeah. she got attacked. For yeah, like yeah, yeah. And Jada's a dear friend for me. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's, it's a tough one because I think any clip about anyone, I, I said, I had someone say this to me today, yesterday. They said to me, Jay, they'd met me for the first time and they were like, Jay, you're so much nicer in person. I didn't like you off of your Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fair enough. Like that's cool, but it's like it's so hard for me mm-hmm. to be all of myself in 30 seconds. And I'm trying my best. You're trying your best. You're trying your best. But it's hard for any of us. Like they not to like about you on Instagram. You're in the no, kitchen with your wife. No. <laughs> you got puppies licking your face. <laughs> no, in the What? sense of I, th- I think he was just like, you know, I feel like you feel a bit like whatever it was. Like whatever mm-hmm. his I don't even know what it was, but I think all of us If you judged any of us off a 30 second reel, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, sure all of us would agree it's not who we are, you mm-hmm. know? So, and that's why I've stu- I do stuff with my wife because I feel I'm most myself when I'm with my wife because mm-hmm. naturally it's the person I spend the most time with. And so, but even with even with all of us, like I've got to meet you guys in person a few times now. We were in Cannes with iHeart on, right. on, you know, f- for the festival last year together. And I think when you've met people in person that's the only time you're going to feel like you've got to know them. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone under I feel like if someone if someone okay if someone follows me on Instagram they understand maybe 10% of who I am. Mm-hmm. If they listen to my podcast they probably understand 75% of who I am because they're mm-hmm. really dialing into who mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. If they've read my books and my podcast they're probably like at that 89%. If they've seen me live they're at that 95%. Mm-hmm. And then when someone's met me in person it's 100%. And so I think it's all percentages. And I, you know, I, I hope that we all, again, going back to forgiveness and grace, I hope that we can all give each other a bit more benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. because I think it will go a long way for people. You say language has created the word loneliness mm. to express the pain of being alone. And it has created the word solitude to express the glory of being alone. Could you, could you expound on that? Yeah, it's a Paul Tillich quote. The writer Paul Tillich shared that. And to me... I, I extrapolated from his work for my book because I was realizing that language and the way we use words completely defines how we think about things. Mm-hmm. So when you hear the word loneliness, you think sadness, you think potentially depression, you think mm-hmm. negativity. Of course. Solitude is spending time alone with yourself but with strength, with courage, mm-hmm. as Paul Tillich says, glory. So what I've realized is we've got to be so careful with the language we use in our minds. Every single word is a seed for either a weed or a flower. That's right. And so That's every true. single word that you say is defining. So if I keep saying I'm lonely, I'm lonely, I'm lonely, that's going to impact how I feel. But if I say I'm in solitude, all of a sudden there's a strength that comes with that. And so I just want to encourage people to recognize that being alone doesn't have to be a weakness. It can be a time of strength and self-awareness and personal growth, but it is about the language that we use with ourselves. And so I would ask everyone to this one activity, think about the one word that comes to your mind the moment you wake up or the moment you go to sleep. Make that word a word that you want it to be. Don't let the word you go to sleep with and don't let the word you wake up with be a word that makes you feel negative, unhealthy or weak because those 
Studies show we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts per day. And 80% of them are negative and 80% of them are repetitive. Which means you're having the same negative word or thought repeating. It's not like we're having lots of different thoughts. It's the same thought. Mm -hmm. Now you can't control 60 to 80,000 thoughts. But you can control two thoughts of the day. So just master the first thought of the day and the last thought of the day. And make it a thought and a word that you want it to be. I wonder what it, when that study was done. I wonder was it before social media or after? Because I feel like with social media, it's probably triple that. Now. Yeah, I probably read it. That that stat probably I read in the last three to four years. Mm -hmm. So I guess while social media is around, but yeah, I mean now it could have totally tripled. But it's interesting because it's the same thought often. Yeah. Right. It's a, a lot of the time we keep saying the same thing. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. That thought could life last a year. Mm -hmm. Or like, oh god, I'm so scared at work. I'm so anxious. That could last a year. So. Yeah. Uh, one more thing. Yeah, man. Is there anything Jay Shetty hates? Ooh. The answer is I don't because I think hate personally, collectively, individually doesn't lead to greatness. Mm -hmm. What about the notebook? <laughs> you hate the notebook. I don't too. hate the I've notebook, but I have heard I have thoughts about the notebook, Charlemagne. <laughs> I don't hate the notebook. I find it hilarious as to how many, and I was like, I said, I'm a hopeless romantic. I'm, I've been like that my whole life because I grew up watching Hollywood movies thinking that that's how I was meant to fall in love I was that dumb person who fell for that and now I've read about something that they call Disney princess syndrome where yeah. people walk around yeah. like feeling like they're going to be saved by their mm. partner like you're going to have a knight in shining armor who's going to come in and rescue mm -hmm. you uh, and I think there's Disney prince syndrome as well where we want to go and save someone and mm -hmm. we want to be the be all and end all of everything so the notebook just has some really questionable lines so yeah uh Jay I Shetty. don't hate the notebook. Well, Jay Shetty, ladies and gentlemen. Thank where can you, they follow you, Jay? Tell them. Uh, come and check out the podcast On Purpose. It's where I'm pouring my heart and soul and, you know, excited to share so many more amazing, maybe thought-provoking, maybe even pushing you slightly conversations. So come and join us at On Purpose. And his latest book was Eight Rules of Love. That came out last year. How yeah. to find it, keep it, and let it go. Yes. You got a, any, a new book coming? Or you just, no, no, no. This was just, I was just excited to be back with you and hanging. And actually, do you know what? Sometimes I love these conversations because... I came here not knowing where it was going to go, mm -hmm. and then you guys just guided beautifully. So this was wonderful, man. My Thank guys, you so sir. much. Yeah, thank you guys. Well, thank Jay you. Shetty, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Shut up. I love this record. This record's hard. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk T Pain. Rumor has it. Rumor. Rumor has it. Call out a name, or you gossiping, or you chatty. I am gossiping. This is the Rumor Report. I mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. Now, T-Pain was on live the other day, and he uh, was talking about how he produced a record and wrote a record for Michael Jackson. And the, mic and the record also featured Usher, but it never came out. We were about to listen to a song that I wrote and produced that was meant for me, Usher, and Michael Jackson, and then the person that was in charge of doing the references and uh, the person that sang it got too excited and was like, nigga, I'm on a song with Michael Jackson and Usher and T-Pain, and then he released it. And then Michael Jackson was like, nah, never mind. I don't want to do it anymore. Here's what the song sounded like. Keep playing I can definitely hear Michael Jackson on Absolutely. that record. 100%. Absolutely. I can, I, that certain things you hear about, you know, those legends, and you'd be like, ah, that didn't happen. But I believe T-Pain because of that reference record. That's right. I can hear Michael Jackson on that. Now, Complex is named J. Cole the best rapper of 2023. 
They said Cole managed to assert his dominance and showcase his lyrical proudness with even putting without even putting a solo album out. All features. All the features. Uh, first person shooter featuring Drake, The Secret Recipe, Lil Yachty, All My Life, Dirk, Evil Ways, Drake, Thanks, Burner Boy, and Passport Bros. Bass. I don't disagree with that. Only thing I would say is that uh, I wonder when Complex does those lists, do they really pay attention to all rappers or just like, you know, the rappers who are... And I don't like using the word mainstream because I don't even know if streams exist anymore, but just the the, the rappers that are, are mainstream, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know? Because you got a LaRussell out there, you got a Simba out there. They definitely snapped last year. Yep. You know? Absolutely. So I wonder, I wonder do they look at... The totality of all MCs are just MCs on a certain stature. Mm-hmm. But I, but Cole is very deserving. I don't want nobody to think I'm saying Cole's not deserving. Cole's very deserving of that. Absolutely. Now, also, uh, Coachella. Uh, you know, Coachella's the huge concert that they do o- over a weekend, and they have your favorite artists' favorite artists usually. This year, they're saying they have the slowest sales in a decade. They said tickets are still available. They said usually it sells out in minutes, but it's still uh, people are not buying tickets. I thought Coachella told you keep their name out your mouth. They did. And you still talking huh? I'm just reporting the story Boy you don't learn I'm just reporting the story mm. Yep so uh, that's Coachella tickets And lastly I don't know if you guys seen But Jay Z unveils a new uh, Collab with Montclair and Rock Nation uh, Jackets and a host of other things So and this is uh, designed by Jay Z If you want more information You can go to Montclair.com But I think that's pretty dope The trailer they put out yesterday Was narrated by St. John So Rock Nation Congratulations to Rock Nation And Montclair They're doing some fly-ish How many more weeks Of winter we got When that groundhog Supposed to come out And see his uh, butt or something What is it Groundhog see it What is it When the groundhog Sees his shadow Yes I think that's so How many more weeks When That's next week right That's next week Okay And yeah, then it tells us How many more weeks Of winter we got Correct Because that determines On whether or not I, You know I want that coat Oh <laughs> you know because if it's hot, you don't want it. Yeah, I'm not one of these kids that just be wearing coats in the summer. I don't know how you this new generation do it. Generation Z? That's what it is? It's Generation Z? Gener- yeah, yeah, whatever the letter Z, it is. Yeah. This new generation, y'all be wearing winter clothes in the summer. Yep. Unbelievable. Don't know how you do it. You don't be breaking the sweat. You make it look cool. My old 45-year-old 1978 ass can't do that. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I need to know how many uh, more weeks of winter left. I don't, think, I don't think too many. I think it's going to be actually like 50 degrees today. Which well, is, that's just today. Which is crazy, but there's going to be like high this week, too. When is the last day of winter? Let me Google that. That's the oh, last boy. day of winter. Give me a second now. Okay. Hold on. What? Oh, what? March 19th. March 19th. Yes, yeah, so we got time. We got a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. So you can go get the jacket. All right, and that is your rumor report. Now, uh, let's get to the People's Choice Mix. I'll start the mix off with some Alicia Keys. Today is A Keys' birthday, so drop a bomb for Alicia Keys. Peace, A-Keys. Let's get to the mix now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Salute to the uh, brothers uh, Brandon Marshall and Cam Newton for joining us this morning. Two brilliant black kings, man. You know, we had a great conversation. And, you know, sure one, one thing that we talked about in that conversation was just the, the, the stereotype of, of dumb jocks, right? That's what they always used to say. You know, growing up, well, those two brothers <laughs> absolutely positively defy that stereotype. So, salute to them, and I hope more, uh, you know, athletes follow suit when it comes to, you know, how they present themselves. Because Brandon Marshall and Cam Newton definitely present themselves in an incredible way, man. So, salute to those brothers. 
All right, and also uh, salute to Jay Shetty for joining us this morning, too. The good brother Jay Shetty, man. Make sure you check out the On Purpose podcast. If you're looking for a good uh, podcast about mindfulness, you know, mental health, healing, Jay Shetty is the one for you. That's in my that's in my healing rotation of podcasts. It's Jay Shetty On Purpose. It's Debbie Brown, Deeply Well. It's Michelle Williams checking in. And it's uh, Woman Evolve from Sarah Jake Roberts. Okay, right. so make sure you check all of those out. Salute to the good brother Jay Shetty. All right, when we come back, we got the positive notice, The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time to get up out of here. Charlemagne, you got a positive note? I do, man. And I simply want to say, and I've said this before, but it's just a reminder. I need to remind y'all for 2024. Hope you heal is my new response to negativity. Whenever somebody's being negative towards you and they're projecting, just simply say to them, I hope you heal. Have a blessed day. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in the 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.